Hey there, and welcome to the Business of Business podcast. Here we are two daughters and their dad seeking to inspire and educate you to follow your dreams of being in business by teaching you the business of being in business. The good, the bad, the humor are all parts of our unique perspective as an entrepreneurial family. Thanks for joining us. So grab a coffee, turn up the volume. Here we go. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Business of Business podcast. This is Two Daughters and Their Dad. I am your host, Stacey J. Dempsey. The J is very important because it brings the joy I have with me. Dad. Dad. Big cheese. (laughs) Do you have a legal name that we can, a government name we can go by? Jack Dad. (laughs) That is how we like end emails, isn't it? Jack slash dad. And who else do I have with me? Who are you? Sister, Jennifer, J. Faith. (laughs) Well, welcome back, the two of you. It's not like it hasn't been that long since I've seen you. So Um, so today we wanted to kind of get an update um, on a podcast that we did um it was either our last one or the one before that where we were talking about reinvesting back into our businesses and so Jennifer you had shared the story of a new product line hair product line that you were wanting to put into the salon hesitant because of price hesitant to see not sure if it would work um and so why don't you just give us an update on how that reinvestment has been going. Definitely. I was hesitant on can I sell or myself and my team sell $60 shampoo and conditioner. So we brought in an educator from the line to teach us all about the products. And the second Saturday that we had the products in the salon, I want to say 90% of our guests that day walked out with the new product line and I was completely blown away not even that the last pay period we did my team of stylists probably had the biggest retail bonuses ever since three and a half years I mean just being able to give them a higher bonus um was super rewarding for me I was writing on their pay stubs like I'm just blown away. This is amazing. So we're doing really well with the retail line. I want to say, you know, about a month, I can see it kind of slowing up. The excitement has, has, you know, settled down a little bit. Um, But I think um, myself and my team are doing amazing. And I am so happy that we brought the retail line in. It's, it's been amazing, really. So maybe just to remind everybody and be clear, I mean, it wasn't like you didn't have any retail before. It was just a different line. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I know you and I had talked about this, you know, more than a couple of times in, in making the decision to bring that in, but uh, the new line in, but why the excitement? I mean, what was it uh, when you said the excitement has died down? What does that mean the, for the, with the stylus? Are they, or just. Just explain that a little bit. The excitement, I think just across the board, right? Like any, any, anytime anything is new, there's excitement. So, um, you know, we had the educator come in and everyone was just, was just excited. New product. Um, and really just, I think 
once everyone understood, meaning my team understood more about the product, it was like, wow, this is this is the real deal. Like this is some good, <laughs> this is some good stuff. Um, so we we ran through, we we sold through it. We actually reordered it, um, and now it's kind of like okay, everyone's kind of settling back into not every stylist is subscribing to every client should have this product because again we have all kinds of products in the salon so um but when it first launched it was like all of our clients needed this product and now we're kind of like settling into where that line will fit long term into our salon so when you when your stylists sell a product line to a client when that client comes back does is is that in your system and your process for the stylist to know what they bought and maybe be able to say, you know, how, you know, how did you find that? Or, you know, did it work the way you hoped it would work? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And within our systems that we have placed in the salon, the stylists know what they have sold to each of their guests. But what's been exciting is the client our clients have been coming back like, oh my gosh, that is amazing shampoo or amazing mousse or, or whatever it is. So um, when I talk about excitement between the stylist and the client, both are impressed by the product. So I think that that's, that's what I've learned through it is that, you know, I'm looking at is $60 a lot to spend on shampoo and conditioner and everyone values that differently and one thing that we've talked about in the salon is we can't worry about everyone's pockets, right? Like oh, just because we think this is a lot, it might not be a lot for everyone. So let your um, client decide for themselves, is this worth the money? Instead of thinking, oh, just because I wouldn't spend the money on it, someone else will. And if they find value and, and find that it works well for them, then they're going to continue to buy it. And it might not be for everyone, and that's okay. That's why we provide other products. So to be able to custom to each guest that we have that comes in the salon. Well, doesn't that sound familiar, Jack? Well, it does because, <laughs> you know, there's certainly, and I think, you know, in looking at this from kind of a, universal principle type perspective across you know businesses uh, that deal with maybe products or services um, you know that initial launch that initial education that gets people who are going to be out there talking about those products and talking about those services fired up um, the and you know is great i mean that's you know you need to have that but i think you know the the right perspective is okay really where do these products and services fit and then try to you know once you get past that initial excitement say okay now you know where does this fit so that we can continue to promote that in the right places <clears throat> Jen said it well, you know, there, you know, the products may not be right for everybody. Now, it seems like the initial feedback is, wow, these products are really, really good, uh, this line of product. But again, it may not be for everybody. 
Um, and the other caution, I think, is to, for the people out there talking about product lines, sometimes, you know, there can be so much excitement that, you know, it can be, well, this product is for everybody. Everybody in the world should have this product, whether it's a, a hair product, whether it's an investment product, whether it's an insurance product, whether it's a service, whatever you may be doing. And I think that's where you have to be uh, a little bit careful because I've seen where in, in our world where new products have come and next thing you know, it's like, you know, everybody's selling that product. And, you know, only to find that maybe some of the older products that were on the shelf, uh, you know, were really best suited uh, for, you know, some situations there. So, um, but I would just say in Jennifer's case, you know, trying to maintain that, that enthusiasm about a new product line, you know, is going to require now, you know, to continue to build out that system, that process of getting feedback, making sure that, you know, the stylists are talking to the customers that are, that are buying that product. And so that, um, you know, you can kind of maintain that you know, that pace of sales, so to speak. Absolutely. And the other th item that I heard in that, which I find the correlation in our business is that, you know, when we build someone's, you know, financial portfolio, sometimes that first initial presentation, it's like, oh, wow, you know, this, this is going to cost X amount of dollars a year. And maybe to us as the advisor, we think, well, maybe, this is too much. Maybe this is going to cost too much. But again, we're, we're in their pockets, not really understand, you know, maybe not totally. Um, we shouldn't be in their pockets, like Jennifer said, because all we're doing is presenting, here's what we think the best solution is. Now, that's not what's going to fit the budget. Like Jennifer said, well, we have other products, Jennifer does. And here we have other solutions to fit not only the need, but also the um you know to fit the budget as well and so find a lot of correlation between the two businesses and probably other people's businesses where maybe they are selling you know clothing or they're selling some other type of retail and saying well maybe this is too much but people buy you know they find the money to buy the things that they want and you know if they find the value in it because in Jennifer's case maybe that shampoo right now $60 is not where the client can be but doesn't mean that they won't ever be there right you know like they might end up seeing the value in it they might want to try something different there might be that opportunity and when it does come along then you'll be you'll be ready for it so some different some uh, same correlations there between um you know making sure that you're providing the right value for things, then people will find find the money to, to do it. I remember, uh, this was quite a while ago, but I remember looking for a new uh, mattress and um, went into a store and, you know, they immediately took me to the newest mattress on the market and, um, and began to just, really enthusiastically go over all the features of this new mattress and and why it's the greatest mattress ever since mattresses have been invented and um and guess what i did not buy that mattress um i walked out and um, said thank you and went to another mattress store and interesting enough when i walked into that store i said i'm looking for a new mattress 
and they begin to ask me questions. Well, what are you looking for? You know, are you, you know, and just really begin to saying, all right, what do you want? What, why are you here? And, and, and asking me some very effective questions. And once they got the answers, they took me to the mattress that best fitted my needs. And um, guess where I bought my mattress. And so I think it's important that, you know, when, uh, again, in, in business, when you're looking at no matter what you're providing um, at the end of the day, it's always about the end user and what they want and what they care about. Um, and, um, and so at some point in the process, really trying to find out, you know, like in Jennifer's case, new product line, great product. Um, but is it fitting your needs? Does it make sense for you to, you know, to continue with this product or go with another product line on the shelf? Excellent. Um, so my next question um, would be, so how do you how do you both respond to the unexpected? Um, how do you respond to the unexpected? I feel like maybe that might be a little too general. How do you respond to the unexpected <laughs> in well, your whole no. entire life? No. <laughs> well, in, business, in your business. Yeah, in business, I think um, first thing I do is cry. <laughs> no, um, I know what you're asking. It's um, because t- I think today uh, is Monday, so we're at the first day uh, of the week, and um and my days already not went quite as planned. There's been a few unexpected things. Um, people who were supposed to be here for a meeting that didn't show up and forgot. And, you know, so, you know, there's always going to be the unexpected that happens. Um, so um, I probably would first toss it to Jennifer because I know she had a very challenging week. So uh, tell us about your week, Jen, and then I'll... Respond to my week. Respond to your week. I'm like, I hope I don't cry during this conversation. <laughs> but, um, you know, I came in and started venting. We should have probably recorded that whole venting session. But um, this past week has been challenging for me. Um, starting at Monday, came home. All of a sudden, my daughter has a fever. And um, so... What does that look like for me as a mom and an entrepreneur? Um, I felt a pool of, okay, well, the salon needs me and my daughter needs me. And that can be a stressful situation to be in. Again, when you have things marked out, you can you can be prepared. But when something challenging happens, especially with your two babies, really, because the salon is my first baby. Um, what do you do? So I, I was very stressed out. I was home with my daughter. I, I was only in the salon two days last week. Um, and really just there to take care of my clients. To be honest, nothing else got done in the salon. I didn't write any checks that week. Um, I didn't do any marketing. I didn't do a lot of the things that I would normally do. So just coming out of that week feeling defeated, really, between a sick child and and being behind in the salon um, and just starting to doubt myself on, you know, people are constantly asking me, like, how do you balance being an entrepreneur and a mom? 
And after this last week, I'm like, I don't, (laughs) I don't do it well, obviously, because when a challenge happened, I definitely fell apart and fell apart quickly. But I have an amazing staff at the salon. Everything went well at the salon without me being there. They tell me all the time, you think we need you more than we actually do. (laughs) So (laughs) everyone was well taken care of. Um, You know, but, but just that challenge between, you know, trying to be in two places at one time and what's the right decision to make. And obviously, you know, we put our kids before anything a lot of the times. Um, so just being home and, and listening to her whine, which is very exhausting. And another topic <laughs> for another podcast. And another topic. <laughs> and I was complaining, like, you know, I I can't believe she was at a daycare all week that I have to pay for that she doesn't go to but that's another thing um so this coming week I have a lot of work to do a lot a lot of catching up to do um but just because my daughter was sick still a lot of challenges in the salon dealing with through text message trying to show up for my team the best that I could and when I showed up on Saturday I walked in and they said you can take a deep breath now and um you know just reminding me that I've spent a lot of time trying to be a really great leader for them. And when things like this happen, they lift me up just as much as I do them. And I think that's the most rewarding part of of being an entrepreneur that, you know, you hire a team and you coach a team. And when you have to step away, that the team arrives at where they need to be and as hard as it was, we made it through, thankfully. And so when you, so your initial response to the unexpected was falling apart. Absolutely. So next time, I'm just curious, next time the unexpected happens, how do you think that you will, how do you think this time around will better equip you for when it happens again, right? Because it's going to happen again, over and over and over Well, I can even notice now, like it was more before it was always like the client, like I didn't want to cancel on my clients. I've always been the type of person that went above and beyond come in early, stay late, whatever I have to do for my guests, I will do. And I, I think this time what I noticed is the response that I got from my clients in general was Eva comes first. I, my hair can wait. Like I can get my hair done next week. It's not a big deal when I normally like stressing about that. Um, so I think I've kind of gotten over that so much, like, yes, I will make it up to you next week. Um, so what I am learning now is to just trust the systems we put in place and trust the team that, um, we've grown to this point that they are completely capable of, um, handling anything that happens with my absence. Um, so I'm getting better, but I'll probably still freak out because I'm a control freak by nature. I'm like, the salon needs me. And they're like, no, no, we really don't need you that much. <laughs> You'll totally freak out. And you get that from you get that from dad. It's the complete freak outness. Right, Jack? What do you do when but the he unexpected? freaks out like on the low. I freak out, like really freak out. Like, hold on, let me just cry for 10 minutes and I'll feel better. Dad like freaks out like in his mind, but you don't know. I feel like. Well, I think one of the things that is important, um, you, were, you know, again, I do, no doubt about it. I, you know, I think about this stuff all the time, but um, 
But I think what's important, I, I've always said that when it comes to, you know, the unexpected, the challenges, the setbacks, is, you know, we certainly don't invite them. Right. Um, so we don't want to invite those things. But when they do come, we do want to embrace them. Because it is out of those situations where we learn how to effectively delegate. It is when we learn to, you know, we learn who can step up on our team and get things done. We just learn so much from those situations um, that it really does prepare us, you know, for more things in the future in terms of being able to, as you said, Jennifer, I love the phrase, trust the system, that you can step away in those moments when things are, you know, just not you know they're just going differently than planned and that you can um, now know that hey listen I can delegate this over to I can you know trust the team to get this done and it also I think shows you that there are times when you can let some that you develop your priorities well these are the things that definitely need to happen but these things can wait till next week they can wait till my daughter feels better and I can those things I can catch up these things once once the opportunity passes it's gone forever I can't come back to it so learning what those things are so then you can really focus on priorities you know when something isn't going as planned is also a critical but you just don't know that until you go through it you just have to go through those things and um, that's what really builds the strength in your leadership over the course of time when everything's going smooth not a lot of learning not a lot of strengthening in those in those situations so don't invite the unexpected but certainly embrace it awesome nugget alert nugget alert nugget alert (laughs) don't invite it but embrace it I was sweating and I didn't think I was going to come up with something. (laughs) The pressure's on now. (laughs) Pulled it off in the end. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you both for um, taking the time to come together once again to um, do our podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners for today. And until next time. We want to thank you for listening today. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a positive review. And we want to say thank you to our sponsors, Dempsey Weiss & Associates and Jake Faith Hair Studio. Thank you.